Yo, what's up, guys? We're back. Episode 43, Aaron Rhodes. Aaron, I was so thrilled when he said yes when he was going to be on my podcast. I've been watching and listening to his podcast for a while. Uh, he has a local podcast here in Kansas City, uh, Shuttlecock Music Magazine. Uh, just Google that. You're going to find it. I mean, however you do, are watching or listening to uh, your podcast, same way as me, is that just Shuttlecock Music Magazine. And he even does it like me, or I I do it like him. He's been doing the game in the game longer than I have. Uh, he does it on YouTube, too. So go check him out, guys. I've been watching his stuff for a while, and that's why I wanted him on. I was just so thrilled when he said yes, that he would come on. And then, you know, when you listen to somebody, and then you see him in person, and they've got the same voice and everything. And, like, and since I've watched him on YouTube, when he showed up at my door, and I opened my door, I was like, whoa! It's him. I was like so thrilled to see him. So thrilled to see him. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I learned a lot about the uh, local. I learned a lot about just music and stuff, like some of the local stuff that uh, punk punk bands are still using cassettes these days. I had no idea. So we get into a lot of cool, fun stuff this episode, and he's. Uh, Pimping some shows. Follow his stuff on uh, social media. And again, shuttlecockmusicmagazine.com. Guys, go over there and check that out. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Check his YouTube stuff out. Uh, and if you're here in Kansas City, find some of his shows. I went to one. I talked about it in this episode. I told him that I was probably going to go to one. And, uh, you know, I recorded this a couple weeks ago. Ended up going to uh, the No Scope show. At Farewell Transmission. It was a blast. It was awesome. There's a couple pictures up there on Instagram. Uh, I hung out with uh, Aaron for a little bit. And just, uh, it was really, really cool. Like, underground show. Like, in this cool do-it-yourself place. I, I, I'm going to check out more of these shows. I think you guys should, too. Uh, and then No Scope was a dude who I went to go see. He's a local hip-hop artist. Dude's blowing up. Uh, and I got to meet him afterwards. He's cool. I'm going to try and get him on the show pretty soon. You guys going to like him. Uh, anyways, uh, episode 43 with Aaron Rhodes, Shuttlecock Music Magazine. What else do I need to say except for, I mean, you guys know I got I to gotta beat you up. I got to beat you up in the ears again. I got to get those. Uh, we're going to try something different for uh, reviews on iTunes. I want you guys to make the weirdest, strangest, I don't care if it's just the aristocrats joke as a review. I don't care. Just give me five stars. That'd be cool. You don't have to. If you hate the show, give me one star. Don't give me any in between. Don't give me a three or a four. I'm going to see that are five or it's a one. And then just write the craziest, weirdest review on there. And uh, we're going to do that for a while. And I'm going to come up with a giveaway for like top couple weirdest funniest whatever kind of reviews that stick out i'm gonna yeah, do some giveaways so uh i'm, gonna, I'm buying your guys support that's where we're at now uh anyways here we go episode 43 aaron Rhodes. check it out what in three two one are we going all right just keep going so you use a handy cam no, yeah, I have a handy cam, but uh, that that's what I shoot all my video on. But I also have like a, a DSLR that can shoot video, so I'm wondering if I would be able to hook it up to have a multicam setup through OBS, because I just do like the one cam handy cam 
and I just throw it in iMovie and throw the MP3. You in run there on a Mac? Up. Yeah. Is the camera through a USB or something? No, I just I rec- I I, I, I pre record it onto the SD card and then I okay. stick the SD card in there and import it into the hmm. iMovie. So, so that's a lot different. No, yeah, it's weird, but. Aaron Rhodes, right? That that's it. I got a fist bump. All right, there we go, dude. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm actually a fan of your podcast. Oh, I appreciate I've that. I've been listening for a while. Awesome. Actually, I've been watching for a while, mm-hmm. and then start listening, and then I've just been listening more. I like I like listening more than watching podcasts. How about you? Yeah, the there's there's some that I I do kind of wish I could watch just because like they there you know there's kind of funny characters that I go I wish I could see talk like yeah. it's better for like it's more entertaining to like strictly kill time when right. you're watching it like but I don't know yeah I, I listen in the car and appreciate having the audio right depends yeah so this is like this is really cool like to have somebody that I actually listen to and I'm a fan of right this is why I do the podcast to get people I wouldn't normally get to talk to to be you know, three feet in front of me. Oh, yeah. So this is really cool, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. And, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about how your setup would be. Like, when it comes to this whole setup, this mm. is all I know is how I do because I'm a tech idiot. Like, all I know how to do is this. Oh, like, yeah. if you ask me how to do anything else outside of this, I would not know where to begin. So, but I could help you slightly with the OBS thing. Like, no, oh, yeah, I'd, I'll have to look into. Like, like can you lie? You can lie. I don't know how it's weird. So you don't actually have your com- your camera hooked up to the computer while no. you're recording, can you? Um, I not through the programs I run my stuff through. I don't think there's not a like, is there just a USB cord. Uh, like, does the camera have a USB cord that would hook up to the? Um, to the I don't know if I have a cord for it, but I'm sure I could buy one somewhere maybe. But like an app adapter. Does yeah. it have? It's got a USB adapter, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm guessing. I think there's like a micro USB. Uh, there you go. There, I bet so. you could do that. Yeah. I bet you could hook that up. What, do you have an iMac or do you have one of the? Uh, what is this? I have thing? a MacBook Pro. What is this? iMac. Yeah. That's what this is, right? MacBook is a laptop. Yeah. See, I don't even know what I have. <laughs> That's how bad I am. Uh, yeah. The, the tech stuff doesn't matter so much as uh, you know having good conversations and yeah figuring stuff out that way. Yeah, the tech does. You have to have a little bit of. Oh, yeah, just it, has to, it has to sound good. Yeah. What do you use for microphones and stuff? XLR? Yeah, I just have some pretty basic Samson microphones yeah. and like a Zenith mixer, I think. And yeah. Yeah, just run that through like GarageBand or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wow, it's so cool to see someone doing the same thing. Like, so how I found out about you is like, uh, did you know anything about me at all before I reached out to you? Um, I, I think I, I looked at your page when you followed me whenever you did, but okay. I don't know if I had much until you hit me up. Okay. Like I was just, I'm a podcast lover yep. and I love local, local anything. Yep. I love supporting local music, art, business, all that stuff. Local beer, which this is somewhat local. This is Schlafly. It's St. Louis. Let me take a sip. Uh, some quick. local soda here too. Coca-Cola. We love it. Um, <sighs> Yep, we do love it. Thank you for sponsoring the show, Coca-Cola. Soon to be. Uh, shit. What the fuck? You, you love I local doing? stuff. Yeah, I do love local stuff. Oh, so I was checking out, like, obviously, here's my podcast. I want to see if anyone else local, what they're doing. Kansas City's big. Yeah. There's other podcasts. I want to see what's out there. And I happened to find yours. 
And not only is it a podcast, but it's on YouTube yeah. doing the same thing that I'm doing. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I don't necessarily, I've talked to musicians, but it seems like that's kind of mainly what you talk to, right? No, yeah. And I'll, I think it's mostly musicians that I end up having on it, but I always do like having other like music journalists and photographers and like radio hosts and people online, you know, just have a little extra perspective on the yeah. scene. I'm not biting your style. Oh, no, not at all. I'm not trying to step on your ground either. Oh, yeah, you have, you have all sorts of people on here. Yeah, uh, yeah, so I'm not mainly, uh, I'm actually trying to get away from some of the music guests somewhat because I've been doing so many of them. I don't want to get pigeonholed as that because I do all kinds of, like I had a, an artist last week or two weeks ago. Last week I had a a chick that went sober for a year and ran a marathon. Just, yeah, so... We're good. I'm on your side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm also just joking. I'm, you know. Yeah, how how dare you? Yeah. Oh. Good. Um, But, yeah, this is cool. I hope we can, uh, yeah, break bread and, like, we're in this together. Yeah, of course. And I thought it would be cool to kind of talk about, like, your journey. Like, how did you – How you've been doing it for a while, right, the podcast? Yeah, I think it's been almost two years that I've had the podcast. Wow. And I had the I started the blog almost four years ago now. Is it okay? What do you like doing better, or do you like them the same? They're just um, honestly, I would have to say that like I I think I I consider myself a writer before anything. Okay. Like I think that's what I'm best at. Like I think the the podcasting and the photography kind of comes secondary just to kind of further my kind of uh, documentation and critique of. Okay. Kansas City's music scene right. so but I, I yeah I think the podcast is kind of uh I wouldn't I wouldn't say necessary evil but I think it does do a better job of helping kind of spread uh the word of what I do and providing like the type of content that I think a lot of people um prefer to consume rather than just reading articles all day right so yeah. yeah, it's great. It's a, I love it. Just it's so convenient for people to do. Like, oh yeah, you can do it in the car. You know, I'm a mailman. I got a boring job, so I hit. I have some headphones in all day. So oh, I just, yeah. I'm a podcast junkie. <laughs> um, so yeah, I appreciate all the podcasts. Any anyone that's willing to do it, because I know how hard it is to just to kind of consistently. And you've been crazy consistent about it. Have you? Do you mainly do this by yourself, or do you have help? with your podcast uh, the podcast is basically all me i mean i wow. think there there were a couple people i kind of talked to at the beginning kind of got some pointers from and stuff but yeah. yeah every week it's just you know me hitting record on the camera running yeah. back to the chair and just doing it yeah how do you get your guests um you got I'll, yourself a little name in kansas city right in the music scene do a lot of people know uh, I, i'd like to bit, think so i mean right? in, in certain little kind of pockets of sure. it, i think i think you know i, I started off kind of in the punk scene and that's kind of my main thing still but i I do a lot of hip-hop and kind of also indie rock and metal and stuff sometimes so yeah but um what what were you saying before (sighs) my bad (laughs) help us out there young nerd what were we talking about you're asking the girl to ABB. i'm sorry oh how do you get your guests oh yeah um yeah because you guys usually yeah no yeah i i don't usually like, it's usually, like, someone that I have kind of written about before or, like, gone to see live and, like, photographed and stuff. So, usually it's just me messaging whoever on social media, like, right. hey, you want, you want to come in this week and do it? But, I mean, other times it'll be, 
someone I, I'm not so familiar with, but you yeah. know, I'll, I'll listen to their music that week and decide like, Hey, let's, yeah. No. So it's usually pretty casual just to DM or an email or something. Right. That's about how I do it too. Hmm? So that's what's the greatest thing about like social media. Really? That's the necessary evil, right? Oh, it's yeah. the social media being accessible 24 7 <laughs> uh-huh that it just it's so addicting to people like it's when you go out to a restaurant and look at people who aren't using their phone it's like five percent of the people in there probably there's constantly facebook image you know instagram yeah i'm guilty of it <laughs> that happens yeah are you from kansas city um i grew up in overland park i went to Olathe schools and I moved to the city uh, a couple years ago now. Yeah. Down, were you like Westport area or something? Yeah. It looks like it from your, like your, your videos. It looks like I, I could tell it's probably a Westport area. Oh yeah. I used to live down there. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a, it's convenient place to be for, for, especially for doing the podcast and stuff. Just cause like most of the people in the music scene are like five minutes right. away. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Job. That's awesome. Mm. Um, so you started blo- is blogging kind of your passion? Uh, I wouldn't say like blogging specifically, but yeah, like writing cause in the music scene, like you just love the music scene. What got you so hooked into like local music? Um, I cause think that's a hard thing. That's a, such a small little niche thing. You know, that's yeah. hard for people. Like people just don't gravitate towards local music for some reason. Mm. Oh yeah. And I think, um, what kind of got me into it was, um, well, I, I've been like going to concerts and stuff since I was like 13, you know, anytime a band I liked was coming to town, I would just kind of beg yeah. one of my parents to take me right. or like find a friend who could drive. So I think being at like all these concerts as like an early teenager, 13? no, yes. Yeah, I think that's when I went that is, to like my first one. That's pretty early. Who was it? Do you remember? Um, I'm sure it was, it was the offspring with wow. taking back Sunday and the used. So nice. that was like my middle school, high school stuff. Wow. Yeah. I would have had to do so much twisting and pulling and like mom, dad, mm-hmm. I promise I'll get A's <laughs> for the next two semesters. If you let me go to yeah. this, I think it was like the, the, the last <clears throat> night, uh, like the night I finished sixth grade. So I think that was like my big reward for wow. that year or whatever. That's a big reward. Yeah, it was nice. And, and my dad was like, he's, He's kind of like he follows rock kind of sporadically. Like he was, he's he's big on like classic rock and stuff. But he would kind of he knows like a lot of the '90s like radio yeah. alternative stuff. Like he's he's into Weezer and stuff like that. Right. So The Offspring wasn't a huge jump for him. Yeah, I just yeah, I guess I was. I don't know. I have probably more conservative parents. They would have, of course. My parents. My first concert. When I was, I want to say I was 16, was Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's 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 pretty sweet. Yeah, it's that's one of my. You have f- to sneak out to go to that one. No, yeah. actually, that's a whole story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I planned it a couple months ahead. I begged my parents. I was like, "Mom, Dad, this is my favorite band. Let me show you." And of course, I showed them a couple of their songs. When they mm. this was back, uh, this was ninety. Oh, maybe 95 mm. when uh evil empire came out um so that's I'm, you know i'm dating myself oh that's that's a good that's a good one to pick what, what, it, where did you see them uh this is dallas fort worth okay uh i don't even remember the name of the stadium but so back then to what to catch a rage against the machine video you had to be on mtv mm. when that video was on yeah. there was no youtube there was no like nobody had their cassette you didn't have anything accessible like it is today 
So I remember when they would come on and be like, Mom, Dad, hurry up. Come catch it up. Here's uh, Bulls on Parade. You guys got to check this. This is who I want to go see, thinking yeah. that's going to convince them. Like, wait a minute. Evil Empire, Rage Against the Machine. And like, ah, we don't know. I was like, ah, it's, you know, it's fine. I'm going to, you know, I'm a smart enough dude. I'm not going to get crazy with it. Mm. Yeah, somehow I finagled. Not only this was like my first concert, but who the band was. And it was, I lived in Shreveport, Louisiana at the time. And Dallas-Fort Worth was, oh boy, maybe two and a half, three hours wow. or so. Maybe That's yeah, a little road trip. It was a road, maybe even further than that. And so we were going to go. And then I think the plan was to drive right back and go to school the next day. It was a school night. Mm. We got halfway there and I got a flat tire. Ooh. And I had to say, Mom, Dad, can you come help me out? Because I tried to fix it myself. Couldn't get the lug nut off. And then, uh, so we had a trucker come by. He got the lug nut, one of them off. The other one, he broke it off. And so our tire, it was a whole cluster fuck. It was just such a, it, it, I feel like I'm boring everybody here. It's a really know. long story. <laughs> well, obviously you, you made it eventually. Right? Yeah. And so eventually we got help. Uh, my parents drove halfway there, helped me get the tire fixed. And then we drove, we barely made it just in time to see the end of the opening band, which was a band called girls who like boys hmm. or something like that. Or uh, girls against boys or I don't, it was some weird. And then raging S machine came on. It was just, it was awesome. So we got right up on stage. I still have pictures. I got I got to meet him afterwards. Got an autograph and oh, sick. And then we tried to go back the next day, but it was too late. So we stopped at a hotel, spent the night there. Halfway getting back home, we ran out of money. So this is the good thing about not having technology and stuff back then. Yeah. Do you know what uh, the gas and dash? I'm not quite familiar. Yeah, you stop at a gas station, you fill up, pump and run. You pump the gas and then you don't pay and you just leave. You just leave. Go, 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 go. Hopefully Man. they don't catch us. You could do that shit in the nineties. That's crazy. Uh, we were we had no money, no money at all, and we had no gas, so we stopped at like some Podunk, Louisiana gas station or Texas gas station, filled up and just booked it out of there and didn't get busted. And that's your truly raging against the machine. <laughs> you didn't Ooh. even think about that. Yeah. That's why he's the professional, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. You are professional. You uh, you're sponsored. I am the the good people at Seventh Heaven. Yeah, the, the Vinyl Underground. Yeah, how did you get that? Um, the, that's cool. The guy who runs the shop, Sherman. He um, I guess he had been following my work, and he he reached out about it, and he nice yeah, just hooked it up. That's awesome, man! Congratulations. No, thank that's you. cool. I love getting to. Here you open every single episode with, you know, this week we're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground. It's like, that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about it. Hell, Ho yeah. Hopefully I can expand to some more sponsorships soon and kind of make the whole endeavor slightly in the black. So, yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. But, yeah. Trying to go for, uh, like, local sponsor type stuff. Do you oh, have yeah. I definitely do want to keep all my sponsors, um, like, locally owned businesses. Just right be, on. You know, because I go so hard on local music it makes sense to right. keep all the sponsors local yeah coca-cola we were just kidding we don't want yeah. you anyways i don't want Never. you <laughs> however boulevard beer if you're out there holla at your boy <laughs> um so you brought some stuff here let's uh oh, yeah. you want to kind of explain what we got here oh i've seen this ashtray no scope you had no scope on yeah recently great local rapper uh, uh he uh that's one of my favorite uh one of my more 
one of my favorite episodes that you've had recently. He's, oh, yeah. He seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, he's fun to talk to. As soon as uh, I watched watched uh, your guys' episode, I followed him on Instagram. and I guess he did. he's at South by Southwest right now. No, yeah, he just did a set down there. He, he I, And he just posted about like how, like a bunch of fights. Starting fight. a fight Yeah, or a bunch something? of fights got started during his set and like. Yeah, sounded pretty crazy. Why would that happen? Do you know? I don't know. I guess he said his his music was just too hard, and uh, everyone was moshing about it. And <laughs> his music was so good, it just started fights. I, I guess so. That's the rumor he's putting out there. Do you think that's legit? Well, I I would take his word. Yeah, that's funny. He said uh, he said he fucks with this podcast too. I'm thinking about getting him on here sometime, oh, just because he seemed like a fun dude to have on. Oh yeah. So this was one that you did do, you said. Yeah, that's the Tommy Wright third show I threw last year. At so the you throw, bar. so you throw parties? No, Is that yeah. What you're saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're all like or concerts. Th- we throw yeah, shows. I, hope, I, I guess? hope they have a nice party vibe to them. So yeah, Tommy Wright's a great uh, kind of '90s Memphis like gangster rapper, and he's oh, yeah? he. I know he had a really rough time in like the the 2000s and. Like was was in jail for a bit and like was kind of having a hard time getting his like music and his financial stuff together. But he a couple of years ago he started doing shows again and I saw him at a fest down in Austin, Texas. With and like the rest of the fest was all like punk and metal bands. It was called This Is Austin, not that great. Yeah. And he he played the kickoff show and it was just like one of the craziest sets I've ever seen and. So I, I kind of hooked up on social media with him, and you know a couple years later he's like, "Hey, I'm trying to do a Kansas City show," and we made that happen. That was like that's like the biggest show I've thrown so far, and it was a really great crowd, and I got a bunch of great local punk bands and uh, rappers on that. And yeah, that was a really great time. Sweet. So yeah, I I just have too many of those posters sitting around, so I just brought that. I like for it. you if you'd like one. And, I do like. But these one. are all the shows I have. Uh, these are coming, coming up. up these soon, are shows yeah. that you're throwing. Yes. Dude, I didn't know you threw shows. Look at you, you little baller. No, yeah, you gotta come out sometime. Uh, can I? Of course. Can I get in for free? Uh, if. I mean, oh, that's a no. Oh, that. <laughs> I mean, it's Sorry, not. It's not like pain. these are all like. Like they're not like house shows because there aren't many houses going right now. But these are all like kind of smaller shows where you know all of the money goes straight to the bands. Like I'm not making money I'm off giving, these I'm, shows. I'm giving so. a shit. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> I I pay everywhere I go. No, yeah, they're all five ten bucks. So nothing crazy. All right, I will. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be at one of these for right, sure. Yeah. And wh- when does this episode go up? Oh shit! Why do you have to ask me that? Uh, is it just like a week from today? No, it's gonna be a couple well? weeks, man. I've, I've I got me a nice little backlog going. Oh, nice. Okay, so these shows will all have happened by then. But next month, there is Show Me the Body from New York City. And What's today? 17th. Yeah. So, hold on, hold on. Tomorrow will be Melting Giraffe. Then it's Noel. Then you'll be the f- April 1st. Is that a Monday? April 1st. Okay. April cool. Fools. April 1st. Okay, so what do we got? Oh, yeah. Show Me the Body's playing on April 15th, and they're they're pretty crazy. They're a New York punk band, and uh, they, I don't know, it's really cool. They incorporate, like, kind of, like, a lot of electronics and noise and stuff into their songs, but, and the singer also plays, like, an electric banjo, really, and it's not, it's not, oh, like. cool. No, yeah, and it's not, like, country style or anything. Like, he just kind of shreds on it, and it has, like, this really crazy sound that's different from any, like, 
punk band you would hear just with a an electric guitar banjo. I don't know that I've even thought of an electric banjo before. Oh yeah, and and they also like collaborate with like a lot of rappers and stuff. So like their sound is really like kind of diverse. And this will be the first Kansas City show they've played. So I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, I do. Let me look at yeah. When it what what's April fifteenth? What day is that on? Do you know? Uh, let me see. Weekends are hard for me. I think any other days are usually pretty good. Mm. That's a Monday night. Ooh. Okay, I could probably do that. I'm oh, interested yeah. in this no scope one too. Oh yeah, that's on uh, the 23rd. That's this Saturday, so this episode oh, will be shit. out by then. But you're welcome to swing maybe by. I can, yeah, maybe I can get a babysitter. Where's that at? <laughs> uh, that's at a place called Farewell Transmission. It's like a DIY venue. That's kind of it's out in the Leeds district, kind of out by the stadiums. So I can okay. send you the address for that if you'd like. Heck yeah, yeah. I want to hang out with you outside of microphones and check out some of your shows heck yeah. yeah cool man i didn't know you put shows yeah of course what uh how'd you get started into that what made you start like get the confidence and the know with all or whatever to actually start put like put on a show um so i'd had the blog for about a year or two so i think i was like 19 or 20 and um i don't know i i had like I finally had like a decent amount of support behind like all my social media and just like kind of people I'd be t- been talking to about right. my site and stuff. And so I was kind of friends with um, the people at Mills Record Company in Westport this record store. Oh, yeah. And I asked them just kind of out of the blue, like, hey, could I book like a shuttlecock showcase here and pick like a bunch of local bands to come play at the shop, like do a free show some night? And they're they're about it. So uh I think the first one happened like on my birthday, two or three years ago, and I I picked I put I picked like a bunch of just like really kind of random bands and artists that I was a fan of at the time, and yeah. just threw them all together. And I I was, you know, I'm I'm just a big fan of seeing just like different types of things that I like kind of in the same setting. So I love putting like punk shows on and having rappers play them and stuff like that. That's an interesting mix. Oh yeah. So. That's kind of how it was back in the day for, I mean, that's how the kind of beastie boys kind of got started. Oh right? yeah. It's a really, I think it's a really natural. Cause they were, they were pairing. a first punk oh, yeah. band and they started yeah, joking they're, around. They're huge bad brains fans. So that's, yeah. that's how they started. Are you, you're, so you're a big punk guy. Yeah. Is that your big thing? Mm. Huh? I'm not, I don't know a ton about punk. I never got, I listened to a little bit when the stuff I did listen to I like like Rancid. Oh yeah. I like them when I listened to them. Uh with Sex Pistols. Mm, classic band, one of the early ones. Smiths. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I don't consider them like straight no, punk, but maybe that yeah. I would have called them punk probably. Oh yeah. I don't know. That's like all that's probably my extent of my punk knowledge. That's mm. yeah, I'm really ignorant when it comes to punk, <laughs> I think. I can get you caught up if you want. I don't know. I don't know if I'd like it. I mean, I, I liked, it's just a lot. It is. I, okay. It, it takes a certain taste, I think. You know what? When I was, you're 22? Yeah. When I was 22, I probably would have liked some punk. Mm. Like, I probably could have gotten into it. Maybe. I don't hate it. I'm not, uh, I, I'm, I'm not judging you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I, I love hip hop. Mm. It's like, and I like, um, hmm. 311 is one of my favorite bands. No, they're fun. I've seen, yeah, I've seen them. They're great live. They're great live. Oh, yeah. They always have the, the big drum solos and, yeah. and all that stuff. 
Yeah. So like I, I like alternative '90s stuff because that was my era. Mm-hmm. So that's like what I just really. But now I find myself listening to a lot of just a lot of hip hop. And then since doing this podcast is I've I've I was one of the people that didn't get involved with the local music scene because I, I moved around a lot. So yeah. I don't have this is my local people. Kansas City is now like I've. I don't know, like, I've adopted it, or it's adopted me. Like, Kansas City's home now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so that might be the reason. But since starting the podcast, I've really been getting into the local artists lately. Oh, yeah. And I like the local hip-hop scene. I need to get more. Should I get... Do I need to get more into, like, uh, the rock scene? Is, there like, everything good here? There, there. I mean, I think that, that was kind of, uh, you know, to get back to how I started the site and everything. Yeah. Like... I, like Tell I, your site. You didn't. I didn't ask a whole lot about your site. Uh, talk about your site. Real no, quick. yeah, it's called uh, Shuttlecock Music Magazine. It's uh, shuttlecockmusic.com and Shuttlecock Mag on social media. That's your site, the whole magazine. That, that. Oh yeah, I mean it. It is mostly just me, and I, and I called it. It's funny. I did call like I called it the magazine at first. Like it is just a blog, basically. Right. I, like I'll That's put out smart. I like that. No, yeah. Like so, like you know, in the early days when I was like emailing people asking to get photo passes and tickets for shows and stuff. Like I wanted to kind of give off the illusion that yeah, it was a yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. thing than it was, and hell so, yeah. But I'll, you know, I'll admit to anyone that asks me about it, like, yeah, it's a blog. But nice, I love that. No, yeah. Holy cow! Damn, dude, look at you. I, I just do my best to be resourceful. Smart son of a bitch. I was so stupid when I was twenty-two. <laughs> I'm stupid now, but I'm smarter than I was at twenty-two. Uh, Man, yeah. So once I had kind of. Uh, been going to shows for a few years and especially like um, once I'd started going to like kind of DIY punk shows like you know house shows and shows and weird little spots right off the radar um, shitty little bars with like ping pong tables for stages yeah right uh, so once so once I had been going to those shows for a few years I started to been get to one of them recently <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry no you're good uh, so, um, I think after a few years of going to shows and like, um, I'd started to really realize that like, there is like a, a great local band for whatever kind of taste and music you have. And yeah. I think I have like, I'm not trying to brag here or anything. Brag I, baby, I, brag. I, I think I have a, a somewhat diverse taste in, you know, different genres and stuff I like. So naturally like there are just actually a ton of local bands that I like that uh, I didn't that I think like among my friends and just people I knew I knew at that time weren't getting enough uh, attention so I kind of started the blog like one to kind of build a portfolio of like writing and photo work just because I did want to have a job at a magazine or something at some point and two just to actually spread the word about all these local bands and rappers and people that like none of my friends knew about, but right. I thought were really great. Yeah. That's a big part of why I've been getting a lot of the local musicians on is because I love their stuff and I want at least the people that listen to my, my stuff to check them out. Like I've had just, I don't know. I love, I, I, sure. It's biased. The people that I've had on that I like really love their music. Like yeah. I didn't just have, there was one that I had on that I wouldn't normally have had on. I was just kind of, he was just kind of thrown my way, mm. but everyone else has been like just people I would, I want on cause they're very talented. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, it's just been, it's been, 
It's been awesome, man. I can't. Yeah. And I love. Yeah. That's sorry. I'm rambling. All making right. no sense. It's the beer. <laughs> St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. I needed to escape Westport today and yeah, get out of here. It's shenanigans down there. Yeah. It's just nuts. Can't park on the street today. It's messed up. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're in Westport or Midtown or what area? Or no, yeah, pretty. Plaza like, or like right in the heart, ju- huh? Just outside Westport, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I used to live on like Broadway and Armor area. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I've been to a couple punk shows at some of the, not Davies Uptown. What's that other one on Main? Main and... Uh, mini bar uh, rambling bar it was a rambling bar davies rambling bar or something uh, like that davies uptown rambo yeah Rambo's yeah bar. yeah okay i went to a punk show there and it was kind of cool yeah. it was rowdy nice are they typically rowdy or is it yeah all the good ones are <laughs> all the good ones are yeah I so. can i get you to i guess i won't have you do it on mic but maybe when the show's over give me a list of like right, now screw it Give us a list of like some good people right now that people should be checking out. Good local punk bands and stuff. Everything like music, like some some of the people like you're kind of, I don't know, people who want to get kind of check some local artists of different genres out. Like throw some mm-hmm. people out there that we should be checking out right now. Okay, yeah, I can give you like a little sampler of you know local bands. Uh, one great one would be Spine. They're from. Kansas City. They have they have a member from Chicago, but I mean I think I would consider them a Kansas City band. Sure. Um, they're kind of just a heavier hardcore band. So if you're into like, like they're I wouldn't consider them thrash metal at all. But if you are into like thrash metal, you might be able to kind of be into them. But also just fans of like kind of eighties hardcore and like bands like the Crow Mags and oh yeah stuff like that in general. Um. An agnostic front and that type of stuff. So it is just really kind of heavy, uh, hardcore stuff that you can mosh to. Uh, I wrote an article about them recently for uh, ninety point nine The Bridges blog, and it's really cool. Their singer um, Antonio, his family is, or like his his grandparents, I think, came over from uh, Cuba during kind of the revolution oh, period. Wow. And that dude's got some stories. No, oh, yeah, and he uh he yeah, he went back to visit a few years ago, and some of like the stuff he saw kind of inspired um ly- lyrics on the new album they put out, oh, cool. which which is on uh Bridge Nine Records, which is like one of the bigger kind of hardcore and metal labels out there. And it's it's cool too. His brother Julian um is also he like a year or two ago he got signed, like he got a UFC contract. Oh, and, cool! No, and it was it was the craziest thing too. Oh, you, you should cool. YouTube it or whatever when you get a second. He, he uh, Brittany, YouTube that <laughs> He was in a contender series bout, and I, I don't know like really anything about the UFC, but I guess the contender series is this uh, series that Dana White books. Was it on TV, like a uh, show type thing? I think it's on TV somewhere. Oh, cool! But um, yeah, if you search Julian Marquez UFC contender, he'll pop up. But he was in this contender series thing, so he wasn't signed at the time, but he was kind of being scouted. And he knocks this guy out with like the craziest kick to the face that like you've ever seen. Is that on guy YouTube? Just, like, yeah. And he just well, we gotta like, pull this shit up. <laughs> Whoops, sorry guys. YouTube uh, just took me down because of this uh, little UFC fight here, because I played it on the big screen. I apparently, had too much of their copyrighted uh, material on there. So they pulled it down. So I had to edit this part. So that part is taken out of uh, both versions of the podcast. And it's about two and a half minutes. You really didn't miss anything. 
all you missed is this dude just getting kicked right in the face. It's like a cool yeah. deal. So, yeah, Spine's playing that Show Me the Body show Holy on the shit. That And that guy's the dude that's in Spine? No, he that's his brother. That's his brother? But they... But don't mess with his yeah, brother. They're, they're, oh, yeah, don't, don't mess with these guys. He will get kicked in the face and lights out. Oh, and Antonio's cool. a big guy, too, so he's... He can probably fuck yeah. you up if you... You don't want to mess with those metal guys. <laughs> those metal guys are all beat your ass. <laughs> so Spine is, you know, one of my favorite local bands. Uh, I think another I could recommend would be Shy Boys. They're pretty popular locally among kind of all the kind of the indie rock scene. Okay. So if you like... Like, they, they are a very, like, quiet band. Like, you go to see them, and, like, if there are people talking in the room, like, it will be hard to, a little hard really? to hear. But, Why no, would yeah, they do that? Because, uh, I don't know, they just want to go out and have fun and not think about the people who care about the huh. band. <laughs> but uh, they're great. They're, like, they, it's funny, they kind of build themselves as, like, landlocked surf. So, like, it does have, like, a very kind of 60s California Beach feel Boys to it. They, yeah, they have, like, really nice, like, harmonies and stuff. Huh. And they were just down playing South by Southwest, too. And they're on the polyvinyl records, which is kind of a big deal in oh, the yeah. rock label. Right so. on. Yeah. And I guess I could recommend one more local Keep, keep going. Keep going. Don't leave everybody out. I want everybody to get mad at you. In your uh, blogger um, world and now the podcast uh, world, yeah, I don't want people to get... hate me. Yeah, don't leave um, anyone out. I would recommend Ray Money if you're into like any kind of street rap or like gangster rap stuff at all. Um, I just wrote about him for The Bridge as well. That's one of, probably one of my favorite pieces I've done so far. And Has it been released? Yeah, it just came out this last week. And no, yeah, he has just like a really crazy story. And he's he's like one of the best rappers I've ever met. Probably really? like he uh, the first video he put out, which was like a year or two ago, and he's he's only like twenty right now, so he was like eighteen when. This What's dropped. his name? Uh, Ray Money. That's Money with a U. And uh, ah, Ray Money with a pull Ray Money up on YouTube real quick. No, yeah, and he. The first video he dropped was a freestyle called Last Day's Home, and it was like over this T, T Grizzly uh, track, which was pretty oh, popular nice. a couple years ago. Yeah. You money or Rip money? Uh, Ray money. Ray. R-A-Y. M-U-N-E-Y. M-U-N-E-Y. And no, yeah, he like he so he freestyles. Like, I, don't, I don't know if he wrote it or not, but he he raps over the song for like three minutes straight, like no chorus, like no pause yeah. like it's and it's just like one of the craziest things i've ever seen from like a local artist and uh i've kind of been following him for like the last year and he's he's kind of tough to reach like i just how come yeah that's one of his ah. um no yeah and he like and so like the first stuff he was kind of releasing was like the super tough like um like no chorus like super tough bars like no real melodies or whatever right. but like recently some of the people he i just want to see a picture with. of them no don't play it i just want to see what the video looks like i mean we can play nah we won't play it but mm. i'll play it for a minute sure it's on mute um this no, is but a, yeah some of ray money yeah. curb serving yeah, Whoa, he's got 43,000 views on this video? No, yeah, some... Uh, That's pretty good for local. No, yeah, some of his stuff is That's around 100,000 at this point, too. Really good. Yeah, he's getting pretty popular. And that was only that was only back in November that was published. Wow. No, yeah. Nice. And he, uh, 
but his some of his more recent stuff has been a little more melodic too but you know he still has the really what is that hard mean? raps too like it has you know, oh melody little, yeah a little more sing-songy i'm a moron so no it's all right <laughs> so no he's becoming just like a really talented dynamic guy and he you know he's only oh my gosh he has a gun oh my old. gosh no yeah and he's at, it's funny he's actually been holding uh like nerf guns and water guns and stuff in nice. his more recent videos to kind of like <laughs> stay out of trouble and not you know be too bad of an influence on like the little kids who find him and stuff so dude how do oh, i yeah. god i have great. <sighs> i've only scratched the surface when it comes to local music oh yeah especially the hip-hop scene but yeah oh it's good and uh if yeah i think and if i mean aside from just following my blog and stuff i think a good way of kind of easing into like finding new artists and stuff is i do a a uh a roundup like a column every like i try to do it every few weeks or every month called uh hometown highlights i've been like kind of slacking on it for like several months now and haven't released one but i'm working on one right now and it's basically me just kind of rounding up like a dozen or so local songs that i think people should check out and oh, i make yeah. i kind of make a playlist of them too Dude, that's on, cool on like spotify and soundcloud and stuff so <laughs> i think that's a what? a good way of finding new stuff what, just turn it off yeah um you distracted me you can just yell at me next time <laughs> uh fuck yeah now i completely lost my train of thought we're talking about Spotify. So is like can that. I? Yeah, we were talking. Uh, can I follow? Is is that is Spotify something where you follow people? Is that like? Um, I think you can, but like, I, do I you don't know. I'm not on there a lot, so I wouldn't. Do you have lists? Do you have lit? You have lists on there though that we could follow. Yeah, I could follow more specifically. I me. think I have a playlist. I think I have a hometown highlights That's playlist. Gonna, okay, on there. I so yeah, that I'm too. sure if you search Shellcock Music Magazine, it might pop up. But nice. not 100 percent sure. Okay, so yeah, back to some more artists. So we were. Oh man. Well, well yeah. So that was so we were on Ray Money. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think uh, Warm Bodies is a great Kansas City band. If okay, uh, if you're like less into like heavy like hardcore and metal and stuff, uh-huh. and more into kind of like faster like kind of i i don't know like i think trebly is a bad way of know what you mean though saying like yeah it has it's like a little i know what you mean not a a big low end sound so no yeah warm bodies is really great um their singer lives in st louis now olivia but um they come back and play shows every once in a while you know as a kansas city and you're supposed to hate st louis oh yeah what are your thoughts uh i've never visited so i couldn't what no, yeah, it's weird. I I really need to get out there at some point, but yeah, um, I there are plenty of people and bands from there that I love, so I'm not gonna yeah. talk any shit. Uh, good, good for you. I don't talk shit either. I actually I'm I get shit because I like St. Louis. Oh yeah, I think St. Louis is a cool town. People say it's dirty or whatever. I think it's cool. The only the only qualm I would have with it would be that you have to pay for parking almost everywhere. But really? if you don't mind walking. I don't mind. It's not too bad. Oh yeah, even Kansas City, like people are always like complaining about parking and stuff downtown or whatever. I'm like, if you like, you go to like a bigger city at all, like you walk and take public transport a lot more. And so I think anytime someone has to get out of their car and walk for more than five minutes, they will whine about it. I'm like, it's it's not that bad. Especially here in Kansas City, I think we're up there as one of the fattest cities in the country. 
I don't know about that. No, I think no, like yeah, statistically? I think statistically, yeah. yeah, I'm not being a jerk. Okay, no. I love my no, I, Kansas I was, I was City just people. Say, like I don't know the stats. So. I think yeah. statistically, it's like up there. It's not like number one. Mm-hmm. That's probably huh. Texas, actually. Yeah, like Dallas or something. I would say Houston. I would think Milwaukee. Yeah, all the beer. Yeah, cheese, all cheese. beer, all the yeah, dairy, not, not all the winter. Combo. It's all winter. Oh uh, yeah, you're sitting around inside, just eating. Mm. Maybe Minneapolis. <laughs> It's got to be something like that, right? If you were Could speculating. Be. Yeah. Yeah, music and fat fat people and fast food. That's that's where my podcast goes, man. I just, I'm all over the place. It's happened a lot. Yeah, every time. <laughs> you know, the other thing happens is I have to pee every time. Mm. So far, I'm doing good. How long have we been running? Let's see what my bladder's at. 43. 43 minutes. That's usually when I have to pee. I've, I'm, and I'm doing, I'm holding strong right now. It's real strong. You're getting it. Getting it. Getting it done. Yep. Um, I liked your pitch magazine guy. He just had on recently. Oh yeah, David. Yeah. Yeah, he's the editor in chief there. Yeah. Do you have stuff in the pitch too? Yeah. Uh, I think I. You I have didn't, stuff I, everywhere. No, it's it's you know it's all, uh, my site, the pitch, and the bridge right now. So yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a tight. How did you get, like, so you were starting off going to shows at 13 yep. and really liking music and local music, I guess. Mm-hmm. When did you start thinking, I wanted to, like, what got you just writing about it and thinking this could be a way to do stuff? Oh, yeah. So I was on my high school newspaper all four years. I think I was actually, like, the Figured first. Figured it was something like that. No, yeah. I was the first. I think I was the first kid to be on it all four years. Oh, yeah? Just because, well, I think people had done it for three years, but then. They like right before I got to that school, they added like the freshman class, like it used to be at the middle school. Okay. Or whatever. So I, I I was there all four oh, years, nice. and so I was just I don't I don't even like I wasn't a great writer compared to some of the other people in high school, but I, I don't know I think it was just a thrill for me to be able to see my work in print and like get to just talk about stuff I liked in general. And I would always ask to write music articles and stuff, even though it had like sense, yeah. nothing to do with the school usually. Damn. But um, so I want I knew by the end of high school, awesome. like that like was probably the best option for me, like if I wanted a career or whatever. So um, that the summer after I graduated, I started the blog just to kind of write concert reviews that summer and like, you know, be able to send that to people who run magazines and stuff. And how are you going to the concerts, like paying for it? And uh, stuff? I was, I was usually paying for it in like that first year or two. Yeah. Did you have even, a job like a normal? No, I was working like a pizza job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did that for a couple of years after high school. I'm slaying some pizzas in my time. Yeah. You got to sometimes. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> it isn't. So yeah, that's, uh, I was kind of doing the blog and, you know, after a year or so, like some of like whenever I would write about local artists, like opening shows and stuff or like my friends bands or whatever like i would get you know some good feedback and everything yeah. so um that that's really you know when i kind of started to expand it into like its own whole platform right and i've been doing it since then and it's kind of led to me getting freelance work at the bridge and the pitch and everything and yeah yeah i'm pretty do you get to go to shows it. for free a lot of times now uh yeah a lot of the bigger ones i will be able to you know email like a manager or like a press person nice 
line that up but all of the like the diy shows and the really small ones i do like to still pay just because yeah. you know kind of seem like a jerk if you them, can't right. cough up five ten bucks for right a show. right so yeah yeah because it's costing them a lot of money to do this shit yeah um so you're like a journalist like a legit straight up journalist huh yeah i guess you can would you, you probably that. don't consider that well, yeah we no I'd, are, right? I, I would yeah i would call myself a music journalist i i, I haven't really done any professional journalism outside of uh, music stuff. I mean, outside of school, but I don't, yeah, that, that shit yeah. there's, there's, there's much more serious things to be written about, but I like to, I don't know, man. Do music. I don't know. Like what, what's more, se- I mean, music's pretty serious. If you really think about it, Mi- music touches the soul. It does. Yeah. Music, it's a good music crosses all boundaries. I can be the biggest Trump supporter on earth and you can be the biggest, uh, Nancy Pelosi supporter <laughs> on earth. And there's a jam that we both love. We can put that shit beside us and be like, yeah, this is, we're both feeling the music. It just crosses everything. Music's important, man. I think people overlook it and think it's silly because it's easily accessible. Yeah. But it just, it just crosses all boundaries. It turns, uh, it just hits your soul. Like a good song. You can be having, you can almost, you can be having, I won't go as far as like the worst day of your life. But you can be pretty freaking low and then hear the right jam come on oh, yeah. and it picks you up. You might smile. You haven't smiled in a few days and all of a sudden, you know, it comes on like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. All I do is win. <laughs> yeah. Something that, like that. That's a, that's a song that inspires you some days. <clears throat> Recently. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure DJ Khaled would be very happy about it. Yeah. I'm not a big DJ Khaled fan, okay. but yeah, sometimes every now and then. Something hits you, and you can't explain why, and you don't want it to, but it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Real-life journalist, and you're going to shows for free. Do you have, like, any aspirations, like, write for Rolling Stone or, like, to be, like, what what are you? I mean, you seem like a go-getter. You're obviously motivated to do shit. Like, at 22, and you're putting on shows, and getting into big shows and writing about it, like surely you've got a vision, like what's going on in your head down the road. Oh yeah. I mean, I do really see myself like staying in Kansas city, you know, for like, I mean the rest of my life sounds intense, but like, yeah, I think like the way I look at it is like, I don't know anywhere else better than I know the Kansas city area. And like, if I were to move to some bigger city, like I would kind of just be throwing this knowledge and like connections that I've accumulated aside. Yeah. And I think, uh, I can do basically everything I really want to do in Kansas city. And I think, um, for some of these like kind of scenes and different pockets of Kansas city music, like I can be someone who helps, you know, build this into something bigger and, better and everything so like i i do i do i I would really like to write you know for like national magazines um at some point like rolling stone or fader and stuff like that but um to move away from kansas city to do that like to take a permanent job like in new york or la or whatever i don't see myself doing that like so i think i would end up like freelancing stuff if i had the right idea and i could you know get in contact or whatever and um but uh, I kind of, I kind of just want to be 
you know, like the guy in Kansas City yeah. who like those bigger like magazines and um, the guys companies to? come to when they need something about a Kansas yeah. City artist or like want to put on a show in Kansas City Hell or something yeah. like that. So I think a lot of people like it. are very prepared to be like a small fish in a big pond when like you can be just as happy being the big fish in a small pond. Hell yeah. So yeah. You're going to be that big fish. I, I hope so. You're going to be. Look at that you. Nice. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, why not be like that? You know, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm contradicting myself because I'm just agreeing with every guest I have on. But I had Melting Giraffe on, yep. and he's a photographer here in Kansas City. But he's not like a basic. He does like artsy type photo photographs, photography. And... uh he said he wants to get outside of Kansas City because I guess, you know, every niche thing has got its own size. Um, but he, he thinks he's going to be too big or that the Kansas City photography scene isn't big enough for him. Mm-hmm. And so he just wants to get expand himself. But music's different because people are coming here to do shows. Yeah. And there's a lot of really, really good artists here that there's no reason you can't pimp them up and make them big and blow them up yeah i mean it's happened before mm-hmm. puddle of mud oh yeah classic <laughs> band yeah what a story i just saw a documentary on them recently oh, yeah. about the front man no yeah he's had a what was his name weird time Co- uh, was it Corey something or less uh, less paul less Wes. 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 Uh, his last name's borlin i think no. all right i don't know yeah yeah he's had an interesting yeah up and down roller coaster. But yeah, him. I mean, you look at Tech Nine. Oh shit. Who else is big from Kansas City that people would call big? Yeah, it's not. It's not a ton of them. Strange music type. Yeah. Yeah, there's really not. There should be. And uh, you know, hopefully, pretty soon. So I think. Yeah, a handful of people I have been covering. You know, they're on their way up. So. Yeah. Who yeah. would you say could potentially hit the national stage or the national audience? Um. I mean, I think the local bands that I just mentioned, those are all those kind are, of okay. some of the more popular ones right on. in Kansas City right nice. now. And they have, all all of those have, except from Ray, they've all toured a little bit around the country, okay. kind of like doing small shows and stuff. Nice. Um, but I think Rory Fresco is also a Kansas City rapper who could be pretty big pretty soon. He, uh, I, I did an interview with him two or three years ago, and like a month after, like a month, I don't know, a few months after that, I think, he dropped this song called Low Key, and it got, like, somehow it got positioned, like, right behind a new Kanye West song on SoundCloud, and so after, like, a month, it got, like, a million listens, and he got signed to Epic Records. Wow. And, but I guess he, he, there was some kind of tension between him and the label, and so after a year or two... He left the label and hadn't like because they 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 Shady I don't know if it business. was because they hadn't promoted him or if there was something else there but like he left the label after a while he never like had a big release that they pushed yeah. for him but um so he recently uh just got on a new label called the alumni I think and I think it's like an imprint of like another major label. But he's about to go on tour in Europe with Kid Ink, who's oh, nice. kind of a big deal for yep. pop rap fans. Yep. And so hopefully after that oh, yeah. and after releasing this next project he does, he could be Dope. pretty popular nationally. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. It's the uh, there's a lot of shady business in the in the music game. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe stuff. that's what was going on. Oh uh, yeah. Could have be. you seen any? I mean, as much as you're kind of in the music scene, have you seen any kind of stuff locally? Like, is there any kind of? Uh, well, there there has been all of that weird Westport business of like different bars and clubs not wanting rap music there. So that's all pretty. Terrible. Oh really? I didn't know that was oh, going yeah, there's, on. Um, there was this article a year or two ago that Aaron Randall at the Star wrote that basically outlined all of these kind of policies and like just these managers that some of these Westport businesses had that were like kind of actively trying to keep really? like rap music and like black out people of Westport? really out of Westport and out like of certain Westport? businesses and stuff. Yeah. Are so, these people brand new? Like, did they just take over these bars and didn't understand? No, some a couple of them had been around for like some time. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, you hear about kind of racist policies, and yeah, I'm, I've heard you know a dozen stories about wow. like abusers and like just bad people. Wow, just being in bands and stuff. So nothing <sighs> like that's really doesn't like transcended me. Kansas City. But yeah, I hear about just lame shit pretty often. <laughs> Why? Why has it got to be the music industry, too? It's always just full of, like, shady people. Yeah. But then there's good ones out there. I think so. And I assume you are. I, I do my best. Yeah. Uh, So we've got, I guess, the only one. Sorry, we can't pimp these other ones. No, that's okay. Uh, But I'll, I will, uh, I can pimp them on my social media, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And hopefully, I, I wanna, I'm going to try and make this uh, ashtray brain worms. No scope and prude. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then this one, April fifteenth. Yes. So, how can people find? How, like, what's the best way for people to find you? I mean, I found you through because I was just looking for Kansas City mm-hmm. podcasters and all that stuff, and I got a whole list of them. Are oh, you a big yeah. podcast fan? I am. Yeah. What do you like to listen to? Oh, you were telling me earlier. Uh, yeah, like a uh, Chapo Trap House for kind of all the political humor and yeah. stuff. Um, I like Bodega Boys, who are Jesus and Mero. They oh, have the yeah. big Showtime show now. Yep. They're funny. Uh, I, I do like doing a lot of like comedy stuff just to, like when I need a break from yeah. like listening to like five albums every day, like I'll, I'll just want to Oh, you listen to a, a lot of music, do, don't you? Yeah. How do you go about listening to your music? Like um, if you just find all the local people and just start going through the file or? Uh, yeah, I... Like, I mean, I kind of know like where to look to find stuff that kind of fits my taste. But, um, so I, I listen, I dig through like the Kansas city tag on Bandcamp a lot. And that's, you know, a good kind of, uh, platform for like kind of independent artists. Bandcamp? Yeah. And that's. I have that. Oh yeah. You can, it's like just for bands to sell their MP3s. Yeah. And I bought an like album that. on there from somebody that was on my podcast. Nice. And I never heard of Bandcamp before until that. Oh, yeah. That's cool so that's platform. on my phone. I have to check that out. I didn't know. I don't know how it works. I just bought that album. Listen to it once or twice, and then, yeah, I haven't messed with that app. So mm-hmm. there's like a, ta- a Kansas City tag or something, huh? Yeah, um, it's kind of like I have it like bookmarked because it's a little weird getting to it. But okay. if you search like Bandcamp Kansas City, it might pop up on Google. Yeah. Um, so I, I go there a lot because that's where like a lot of punk bands and local rock bands post their albums and stuff. Sweet. And I also. Um, there's, there's not like an easy way to getting to Kansas city centric stuff on SoundCloud unless you find like a good playlist, but I do follow a lot of local rappers and people on SoundCloud and that's kind of a 
yeah. good way to find new stuff. Where's the best place in Kansas City to see a show? Uh, it depends on what kind of show you want to see. Like a smaller show, like mm, like small, small. Venue. You know, small, medium, like not, not uh, not up uptown. Yeah, but like something. I do really like going to the record bar because yeah, no, yeah, the I think they they like all the bands they pick to play there and that end up playing there are usually like well selected and yeah, I've noticed and, that. and the sound is like really great there. Yeah. Like I think like that, and that's not even something I pay really close attention to. I just pay attention to the artist and how their performance is really. But like, I have noticed like if you, wherever you're sitting or standing in the record bar, it sounds really good. So, right. Yeah. And it's all, yeah. Good staff and everything. It's old school and, too. Yeah. Just the whole area. It's just, there's something to that vibe to that building. Yeah, record bar anywhere else? Um, I'm trying to think. What's that other? I don't think it exists anymore. Where that first watch used it? What it used to be? Didn't record bar used? Did record bar move? Yeah, it used to be up there by that uh, uh, first first watch. First watch. Yeah, yeah. By the like the Westport wagon yeah, thing. Okay, that's but what, yeah. That. Now it's down in the crossroads, kind of downtown, like a block or two from the Sprint Center. Yeah. But yeah, both locations were. Great. And you throw stuff at the record bar, huh? Uh, that was the We're only at, show I've done there. The oh, Tommy okay. Rice show. The Tommy. Rice. I'm gonna check him out too. Mm. But yeah, some of my shows are at like record stores and stuff. But and Farewell Transmission is kind of a DIY spot. That's like kind of like a a workshop space that this guy has. But no, oh, yeah. Dude, this is awesome. Man, I'm overwhelmed. I'm <laughs> overwhelmed with local music again. Oh, Always getting, I love it. I love just finding new, new shit, man. Uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you're a busy, busy man. Uh, Twenty two, right. got shows to pimp, got a podcast to do. Um, man, do you have any dreams of your podcast getting bigger? Like, I guess as everything else gets bigger, mm. with these bigger names coming in, who do you want on? Who's your dream guest? Or dream couple guests. I'm sure you've got a few you would love. I, <laughs> I think um, I think on the podcast I am pretty dedicated to keeping it to Kansas City artists, just because like that's really what I'm about as a platform. Right on. So I mean, I guess maybe one day I'll have Tech Nine, who's basically like the biggest Kansas City artist at the moment. So Mac I mean, Lethal. Uh, I'd, I'd be big. open to talking to him. Yeah, I'm, you'd be he, open to talking to him. No, yeah, he doesn't like super fit my taste exactly, but he's okay. he's done enough like interesting stuff where I'm sure it'd be a good interview. So I might have him on. Yeah. Um, but like I, I'd love to. There are artists I'd love to like interview for like just to put on the website or like on the pitch or whatever sure. that are like bigger national acts. So. Uh yeah, that's. Yeah. I, I, so if you want to know who I'd want to, yeah, like big artist I want to do an interview with, um, that is tough. There's so many out there. So many. Uh, that, yeah. Like, do you choose the big name because he's a big no, name? No, I maybe. Or do you choose someone that's like, got stories? It might not be great because like he's a kind of a quieter guy, but I I do really love Chief Keef. I've been like okay. a Chief Keef fan for like a long time, so just getting to kind of pick his brain would be interesting. I've been seeing uh, C Dot Honcho do a lot of podcasts and stuff lately. Oh yeah, he's 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 really great. Yeah, new Chicago talent. Yeah, he's been out for a little bit. That dude's interesting. I like him. Oh yeah, what's 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 his deal? What do you know about him? I don't know much about him personally. I've watched some of his some of his podcasts lately, and he just seems like he's. Just like a typical Chicago rapper story, I guess. Mm. Just 
trying to get it out. Just trying to get out, man. Yeah. It's rough. Like, I've watched some of those, like, mini documentaries of just Chicago. Like, it's a desolate area. It's so hard for these kids to get out of there. Like, it's a war zone. And he's just, like, one who's just trying to get out, man. He's just like any of us, really. But just coming from a more desperate place then. Yeah. Yeah, but he's doing it. I think he's going to pop even better. I mean, he's he's... He's got a good following right now, especially in Chicago. Yeah, he's got some buzz. Like I know he's kind of big with the lyrical lemonade dudes, and yeah, I'm sure he has plenty of like L.A. connections at this point. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good to see that. Hell yeah, I'd like to get DMX on. Oh yeah, that's it. He's coming to Lawrence uh, next month for oh shit a, a Granada show. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, mark I'm, that down. I'm getting DMX on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, all you gotta do is ask, right? Oh yeah, you gotta hit up. That's all I do, man. That's that's the that's the Nardwar approach. I'm a big Nardwar fan, so just ask. Yeah, just if you want to do something, just ask. And oh yeah, have you have you watched his like TED Talk video? No, I'm going that's, to now. No, yeah, it's great. He talks about like back in the '90s, like sneaking into this venue before a Nirvana show, and he like hides out in the bathroom and waits for Kurt Cobain to come in and kind of jumps at him and asks him to do an interview and everything. And '90s, so. man. Yeah, crazy the 90s, time. that was a different... See, you missed out. I did. You missed out. The 90s were the time for that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Pump and run. <laughs> hiding in stalls. It was a, it was jumping a different out. time. It was a different time. It was it was this weird era, like MTV era with the very, very birth of the internet. Like the internet was still in diapers. Yep. It was just a... Yeah. <sighs> Now, I got, now I'm reminiscent of the time of even the 56K modem. 97. 97. Oh, my gosh. Am I the youngest guest you've had? No. Oh. Is, that, is that girl Maddie younger? I know she. How old's Maddie? The same age. 20. She's 22. Mm. Uh, melting Giraffe was 22. Uh, if I'm. I. I I did have a 13-year-old oh, Is that one of the girl convention ones at, you did? Yeah, one of the convention. Cute. I couldn't I say mean, no I'm to her. I couldn't say no to her. She she was hovering around my podcast booth mm. while I was doing a podcast. I was like, what is this chick? Yeah, I could see her. Like, what is this chick doing here? Yeah. Is this her dad or something that I'm talking to or something? And then she'd go away. And then after the interview, she came up. She was like, and started talking to me. She's like, hey, I do. I like podcasts and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, she's like, can I be on your podcast? I'm like, ah. Oh. Can't like, say no. I was like, are you going to be here tomorrow? Hopefully, you know, hopefully she would say no. Oh, come on. Because it was a two-day convention. She's yeah. like, no, I'll be here tomorrow. My dad's working the event. I was like, all right, come here before whatever, 10 o'clock or something, and I'll get you on. And I, I did. Yeah, I had, I did. It was cute. It was fun. It actually turned out to be fun. It nice. was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I did learn as like a – high school and college journalists that small children do not make for the best interviews, but yeah, you got, you got to let them sometimes. If you're, yeah, I, yeah, I think if you're, I was going to say if if you're a decent interviewer, but even then no, some kids are, it's just, it's a lost cause. It's not going to happen. Some guests even, because I haven't had that happen yet. I don't think I've had any bad guests. Have I had any bad guests? I had one that I thought was bad. And then I asked some people, and they really liked that one. Oh, that's good. I was like, really? I was like, that was my least favorite one. No, oh, yeah. There, there are times where I'll, like, stop recording, and I'll be like, oh, that was, mm, I did not 
like I did not enjoy that so much. But yeah, pe- people are like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't really notice. I didn't mind." And I'm like, "Okay, that's good to hear." Right? Do you get more feedback, or do you get more? Like, what do you think is more? Is the YouTube or the listens like your bigger, bigger audience? Um, I can't quite tell. Like, honestly, neither of them get a ton yeah. of views or downloads or whatever. So, uh, it's usually on social media when I post the clips is that when people will, like, comment and say they're stoked or whatever. So, it's kind of hard to tell, but, I mean, I have the sponsorship. They're Hell yeah. behind me. And, That's uh, awesome. I, you know, I enjoy doing them personally, usually. So Are uh, you a record? Do you listen to records? Um, like what do you listen to when you listen to music? Uh, it's I'm I usually stream stuff and listen to like downloads I have, but I meant like um, the actual forty five. Like, mm. do you listen to the vinyl? I guess. Um, I do have a collection, and a year or two ago, I kind of decided that I only wanted to collect stuff from local bands, really, just to like, because I am like very big on like, locals. The shit people people that are listening to this, I don't care what town you're in. I'm not saying. Grab Kansas City's local shit. If you live in Milwaukee, grab local Milwaukee artists. Yeah. So yeah. like, I I like, I'm I'm kind of like a completist about a lot of things. Like, I want to have all of the Kansas City punk albums. That's basically like that's my goal funny. That's really cool. Yeah, because I realize like if I keep trying to buy like records from every band and every rapper that I love, like I'm it's gonna, never gonna go end. broke. Right. And yeah, it's never gonna end. So I think having a somewhat possible like tangible goal of collecting every Kansas city punk tape and record like tape. No. Yeah. I have a lot of tapes. A a lot of like tapes. No. Yeah. A lot of like really newer punk bands. Like they're, they'll put their first demo out on cassette. Just because they do. Cause they're punk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super cheap. (laughs) Like it's cheaper than doing vinyl, of course. So that's a good cassette tape that you put who has a tape deck anymore Uh, i think some people have them in the cars still like if you have an older model car i've got listen i've my joke and it's not even a joke Mm. it's a it's funny because it's true wherever i go i have the worst car i have the worst car wherever i go nothing wrong with that yeah i i look i don't mind (laughs) and i even i don't have a cassette deck in there Okay. It's a CD player. Who's rocking a cassette tape? I, I think I had one in my first car. Like wow. A, a handful I of love years it. Ago. No, yeah. I, I'm so, that's hilarious. I think that's amazing that people are still putting out cassettes. I love that. Oh, yeah. And I, think, I can't believe that. It's awesome. I think punk fans like who do, you know, go to a lot of shows and stuff like they're kind of forced to buy a cassette deck after, right. you know, get, getting all these demos and stuff. So. I'm sure you can get them for cheap. No, oh, yeah. I think, I think five a record stores. You're probably getting for free. No, yeah, and I think, yeah, Goodwill, you know, yeah, I think they are. Goodwill. Like I was bucks. thinking Craigslist or something, but you could easily go on Goodwill. Yeah. A couple bucks. Man, you listen to shit on cassettes. It, honestly, I don't listen to them a ton. It's more of a thing of, like, having this kind of library of okay. Kansas City media and, like, kind of safekeeping it and curating it. Like, is Do you thing know how me? sexy that sounds? It does, to I me. It does. It does. <laughs> the C, no, it does to me. The cassette tape. I because I grew up with ca- a lot of cassettes. Yeah. My first. I'll send you a photo of my shelf. I want to see. I really want to see that. Oh, yeah. My first album was cassette tapes. Mm. Uh, hmm. I could I could be embarrassing and tell you what my real first album was, Eight but tracks. you know what? The first the first album I bought with my own allowance money was, uh, uh Crisscross, oh, and nice. that was a cassette tape, and if you slowly accumulate. All the cassette tapes, and when you get those shelves, 
It is. It looks sexy. Yeah. Oh, and I haven't seen that in so long. That would bring back nostalgia. I want to oh. see your photo. Yeah, I'll send you a photo. Dude, that's hilarious. Wow. I can't believe people are still doing that. Oh, yeah. And I have, like, a whole, like, I, I don't, have you ever been on Discogs? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's, like, it's kind of like this Wikipedia-style database for physical music. So, like, it, you know, there are all these different categories. You can file it down to, like, cassette, uh, vinyl, CD, like, like if it's like a 45 or 12 inch uh they list like the track list and everything and you can list you can so you can mark everything like it's in your collection or you can mark you can put it in your want list okay and then people and it also has like kind of an ebay not like there's no bidding but like it has like a marketplace for them too so you can find somewhat easily like a lot of like rare records and tapes and stuff so wu-tang purple tape it's yeah it's probably on there (laughs) so yeah, I keep my discogs like super updated, and I like looking through. Ooh, like, all my man, stuff you on there, are so. just a music I'm, nerd. I'm a music nerd, yeah. Man, I try. I wish I could. I try. I'm I'm not smart enough to be a music nerd. There's <laughs> not. And it just takes like a weird sort of obsession. I uh-huh. think so. Like I love, like I said, I love music, and I so, said like one of my favorite one of my favorite bands was Three Eleven, mm-hmm. and I just as. I just listened to their music album today and like I forgot how good that entire album is. Like I grew up, like I can sing the entire album and I was thinking, but I can't tell you a single title of any of the songs. Yeah. That, that happens with a lot of albums I like. Cause yeah, I'll just throw it on and listen to it. And I'm not paying attention to the track list. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like sitting there looking not at skipping the, anything. Yeah. So like I, like I don't, I hardly know any three eleven songs, mm. but they're my favorite band. Yeah. I just know the stupid ones that everyone else knows because that's what everybody else knows is the zeitgeist or whatever, you know? Yeah. I know Down. I know Amber. I know whatever. Are you taking a picture of me over there? I'll let you boy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm going to take every advantage. You can put this on your Instagram. This chick here has got Instagram clout. It's a good thing to have. She does have Instagram clout. What are we doing over here? I'm supposed to ignore her. Yeah, just let her do it there. <laughs> let her cook. Let her cook. I'm going to eat. Speaking of cooking, she can make up some mean food. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Sorry. Hush. I've had drinks. Hush. I've had my local CBD. Who I had a, a local CBD guy on my podcast, which mm. was amazing. Nice. So you mainly have musicians, yep. but every now and then you break free. But you're kind of still. I, I can't believe how many musicians there are to keep getting. Oh yeah, they're out there, everywhere, everywhere, and they're so good. Like they're so. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got to get off this whole local music thing. No, don't worry about sorry. it. Sorry, that's what I'm here to talk about. Yeah, I wanted to talk. I didn't want to get too talk about the podcast stuff because I know we could at least I could really nerd out on that just because I'm. Just fascinating, man. This is, it's fun, man. This is really, it's different for me to have someone on that also does podcasts. But like I said earlier, like the dude that I've actually watched and listened to, it's weird. No, it is. Like, oh, I thought you were just on the computer. I thought you were just on my small Yeah, I thought you were were just always up there or on my other TV upstairs. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll like see like a band that I've been listening to for years. I'm like, oh, wow, they're, they're here in person. They're, they're real people. This is, ooh. Yeah, that happened to me with, uh, uh, a local guy named Shevin. Mm. Do you know him? Yeah, I'm, I've, I think I've heard of a couple of his tracks. Ah, he's great. I, I I really got into his stuff 
and then he came on my podcast and we were before we put the mics on it was cool we were just kicking it just chilling having a good time and then when the mics got on and it was just me and him talking i was like I like I fanboyed out. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm talking to like a dude's music who I really respect and like enjoy." Like, "Oh, this is kind of trippy." Yeah, it's tight. You ever get tripped out on any uh your guests? Um, I don't think I've maybe not like on the podcast. Maybe maybe on like some of the, like the phone calls, like the phone interviews I've done for like the pitch and stuff. Yeah. Like, I did one with Be Real from Cypress Hill. No recently. way, really? That, that was pretty crazy. Whoa! You know, I've, I've been listening to them since like Who middle ha- school. Yeah, me too. Me too since middle school. Yeah, and I'm 20 years old. Oh, okay, it's 18 years old or something than you. Oh yeah. Wow. So what I was, was that like? like? He, oh, he rambled a lot. <laughs> so I was like, okay, just get get to get to the stuff here. But no, yeah, he was he was he was fun to talk to, and yeah, I was excited. Wow. Who else? Um, I did have Phoebe Bridgers last year too. She's a really great uh, kind of indie folk singer-songwriter that put out, like, one of my favorite albums of either, like, 2017 or 18 that I was a big fan of. Oh, nice. And I did, like, he he hasn't been in the band, like, a super long time, but I did interview the drummer from Slayer, uh, Paul Bostaff, I think. Ooh, that'd be I think cool. He, I think he joined, like, a handful of years ago. And he might have been a band, a member, like, back in the day for a few years, but he wasn't, like, one of, like, the main dudes yeah. back in the day, but... Yeah, that was that was a fun one. I did talk to uh, the guy who's singing in Morbid Angel right now. If you're into death metal at all, uh, no, I've not delved into a whole lot of death metal. No, I let's see. I used to listen to. Let's see, what's the hardest I've gone? I fucked with Guar for a minute because they're funny. Yeah, Guar's cool. I saw them at Warp Tour like a year or two ago. What's that like? What's a Guar? What's a Guar concert like? They're messy, right? Yeah, they're shooting like the blood out of their costumes and all sorts of stuff, and like stabbing like their different characters. They yeah, bring I, out that stuff. would be a good show. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, see it's kind of like seeing ICP if if you're a never metal seen. Fan. I, yeah, I've never seen ICP. Like, yeah, it's like I never go everywhere. Yeah, right? yeah, no. Yeah, hundreds of bottles of Fago. It's crazy. It's that many. Is oh, it yeah. just them they, up there, or is the crowd doing going nuts with Fago? Did this crowd? The crowd. Uh, I think Fago? they'll hand some to the crowd, but they have like, like just kind of friends and like people on the tour like come out and sh- shake them up and shoot them. See, that and, doesn't sound like, fun to me. Oh, it's it's fun to watch. Like you'll it's see, fun to you'll watch. see someone get like nailed in the forehead yeah, with that's one. That's fun, and, but I don't want to be the guy get nailed. I don't want to get fake. No, I think on if me. you stand far enough away, you can. But there's all those people it. that aren't standing I, far enough. I did enough. like have to like really be careful not to get my camera soaked. That was oh, like what shit. I was worried about most. Like so, I shot for like a few songs, and I was like, okay, that's it. And I brought it in like a plastic bag too, just to make sure. You went to a Juggalos gathering, a oh, gathering yeah. of the Juggalos. We, we hung out. I haven't gone to the fest. Yeah, the the gathering they do, but would you go to the fest? Uh, if it, is that something you're interested in? That'd it, make a good story. Oh yeah, it would be a lot of fun to write about and just hang out there and get video and stuff. So, I don't know. De- depending on like how far, how long it took to get there, and who else is playing and whatever, and how my schedule lines up, I, I would definitely be open to going at some point. What's your schedule like? What's a typical day for for you? Um, it's. Uh, not as productive as I as I wished it would be, but um, I don't know. I spend a few hours doing some writing, then another just couple. like free writing by yourself for exercise, or like actually no, with like purpose. I mean, to yeah, I don't end up like journaling or exercising much, but I do 
like I'll write about at least you know a paragraph or two about every show that I go to and I go to like three or four shows a week usually holy cow and damn oh yeah and then I'll do like my my album write-ups and my single roundups and uh kind of feature pieces that I'll do for like the pitch and the bridge where I you know Go wow. go interview an artist, then what time do you wake up and write about it? Too late, I don't want to say. Okay, let's hear it quick. No, no, I don't think there is too late because apparently, if you're going to three shows a week, no, yeah, so all I, at I, night I, time. Yeah, I do stay out pretty late. Yeah, some nights. So, like, yeah, most days I'll be up at like ten or so. And that's I'll, not bad. Ten or eleven. Some days it's worse. But. Sure, but that's not. I mean, if you're staying up till four or five, yeah, going to shows and. That's kind of a. Is it a rough life? I mean, I, I mean, is it a rough lifestyle? I think it's like, a, a privileged. Do you? Lifestyle, I, I mean, like as far as like, do you drink or party or anything like that, or do you try to keep it? I don't drink, but um, I mean, do a little. Okay. Yeah, I, I try to. Stay. Okay, that's good yeah. that you don't drink. Yeah. Because I think that's, I think a lot of the other stuff is fine, but I think drinking is the real downfall, especially for journalists. I mean, you probably know this better than anybody. Yeah, I'm not just trying to be no Lester Bangs character. Yeah, yeah, you want to keep uh, keep keep sane and keep your liver healthy, and yeah. nobody wants to be see that old fifty year old drunk covering music. Yeah, if you're gonna be fifty, you want to be ripped and looking good. Yeah, maybe yeah. smoking a joint and him being like giving fist bumps to Method Man or something. You know, <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah! Wow. Well. Fuck man, how can people get a how how do you want people to get a hold of your stuff? How how do you want people to just I'm going to give you this floor. Oh yeah. I'll pimp do, do my plugs. Pimp your stuff, man. Start with the Vinyl Underground too. You can pimp them on here. Oh okay. yeah, shout out to the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, the sponsor for my podcast. They got great new and used records. You can go in there any day and check those out. Um and yeah, you can follow my work on um, at Shuttlecock Mag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can visit the website for all the articles and the photos and stuff. It's shuttlecockmusic.com. And uh, I have a web store for my more my merch. Oh, you uh, got merch? Yeah, I got uh, the buttons there. Those are a, I love a dollar. that button. And uh, I have my photo zines, which I put out once a year. It's just kind of like a thirty or forty page book that has. Um, like some of my favorites, favorite photos of the year. And those oh, cool. are, uh, the, the latest one, it's the year three zine is, uh, $12 and you can order that on the web store. And I also have t-shirts that are $15 right now. Sherlock magazine t-shirts. Yeah. It has the, the logo on the front and a photo I took of a rapper named Aaron Alexander from KCK on the back. And, uh, yeah, that's the web store and you can find the podcast on, the Shellcock Music Magazine YouTube page, or all, or you can listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you just search Shuttlecock Podcast. And make sure to come to the shows we have booked coming up. We have Show Me the Body with Spine, Bath Consolidated, and Killis on f- April 15th at Farewell Transmission in Kansas City. There's a Facebook event for that. Uh, I also have shows coming up with... Um, I'm just about to announce... It'll By the time this is out, it'll be announced. I have a show collaboration with untuck which is a uh trans and queer electronic collective from kansas city so we're doing a collab show with a few local artists untuck yeah it's nice 
<laughs> no, yeah, and uh, that's on April 19th in the Jazz District. Ooh. And so you can find that event on the Facebook page, too. And I have a show with Druge, which is a really cool um, Oklahoma City punk band. They're playing at Revolution Records on May 10th. And there might be one more show I'm announcing soon, but I can't mention that yet. Damn. But just be on Damn. the lookout. There it is, everybody. Shuttlecock Magazine. Aaron, thank you so much. This was uh, a pleasure. I'm really glad I got to meet you. No, I appreciate this you having was, me. This was a pleasure, man, really. Yeah, man, this is why I do my podcast for people like you. I got to meet you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, everybody, you know where to find me. Get at me later. We're out of here. Gone. <laughs> Hit stop recording, Brittany. Stop streaming.